0: No country has ever prospered that failed to put its own interests first. We will no longer surrender this country or its people to the false song of globalism. New Right Network presents Right Now, the featured podcast of New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering the left, energizing the right. New Right Network, home of the New Right Movement.
1: Home of the New Right Movement. I'm your host, Brendan McCalka, and with me today is guest, Brandon Straka. Hi, Brandon. Tell me about the official walkaway campaign, and what was your breaking point that led you to create the campaign?
0: Um, so the walkaway campaign is, well, it's really started as like a testimonial campaign on Facebook, uh, encouraging people to walk away from the Democratic Party and um, to walk away from uh, l- the liberal media and the divisive, you know, kind of tenets of liberalism. And it started because I'm a former liberal myself and I walked away from the Democratic Party uh, after the election of 2016. Uh, in which I voted for Hillary Clinton And I was, you know, really, really upset and devastated I think like a lot of people were that Donald Trump had been elected president And, uh, you know, I it, I was going on social media for a lot of, you know For weeks and months after the election And trying to understand how it was that anybody could vote for this man Who was, you know, the, the media kept saying it was such a racist Such a bigot, such a homophobe, etc And, um and After I was ranting for several months, someone reached out to me and, uh, well, it was about two months after the election, I posted something on social media that said essentially, you know, I'll never be able to understand how uh, you people could cheer, uh, you people could vote for somebody who stood before a cheering crowd and mocked a reporter's disability. And, uh, that's when someone reached out to me with a YouTube video that was entitled debunking that Trump mocked the disabled reporter. And it was a video that showed very clearly and compellingly that the media had sort of twisted, taken out of context and and twisted what had happened that day when Trump supposedly mocked that reporter's disability. And it was a compilation of footage that showed Donald Trump, you know, doing that same voice and that same gesture numerous times. Um, Throughout the years, but the common the commonality was that he was Im, you know imitating someone who was caught in a lie or imitating someone who had was caught doing something shady, and so it really opened my eyes for the first time to the concept that the media was capable of of taking things out of context and spinning a narrative that wasn't true. And, uh, that kind of sent me on a journey of research throughout most of 2017, which resulted in me walking away from the democratic party. And then I started this campaign in early 2018 because I wanted other people to, to wake up as well, the same way I had.
1: Amazing. Did you see the Candace Owens, uh, judiciary committee where, uh, uh, Mr. Liu, uh, did the, uh, edited clip much like what you just said.
0: <laughs> I did see that. Yes. <laughs>
1: So that must have been like your breaking point that made you create the website and everything from that point on. Yeah.
0: Yes. Well, yeah, I, it started with me creating a six minute video. Um, talking about everything that I think is wrong with liberalism and the democratic party. And I put the video out and when I put the video out, I encouraged other people to make videos too. You know, I just said, tell your story. This is sort of my, this is why I'm feeling fed up. You know, why are you feeling fed up? And so I wanted to sort of like have a a place where all of these people could come together and tell their stories and make their videos and tell their testimonials. So I created a Facebook group, which I called the walk away campaign. And so that's where it really started was on Facebook. Um, and now of course, it's, we're so much more than, I mean, now we're actually like a, a legitimate nonprofit organization and, um, we have, we're doing these town halls and, uh, we're doing, uh, an educational video series, um, March on Washington, et cetera. But yeah, it began as that social media, Facebook group, the away campaign.
1: Have you seen increased momentum then? It sounds like, cause it went from Facebook and now it's on Twitter and now all of these different, uh, town hall meetings. It sounds like it's just, do you still have the same enthusiasm or enthusiasm or has it increased?
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it's, you know, recently I was um, on uh, Life, Liberty and Levin on Fox News for the full hour. And uh, that was amazing because once I did that interview, uh, like tens of thousands of new people were, you know, learning about Walkway for the first time because we'd kind of gotten to the point where we felt like, um, you know, has everyone heard about us already? You know, because we've done so much media, we've done so many things. Um, but that experience really showed us that there are thousands and thousands of people who have not yet heard about us and what we're doing. So, yeah. So we, we still have a lot of work to do.
1: It's funny cause I did catch you. I saw that on, I saw when you were on, um, life, liberty and live it was great. Yeah. And so I, that was a, that led me into it. So that was that your most memorable that you really now from that point and doing that hour, you've seen such an increase. And that's really getting you going again.
0: You know, there's different waves that come and go. Um, sure. And it kind of depends on what it is. I mean, like the Kavanaugh hearings were like a huge. So many people walked away.
1: Okay, So um, I guess so. I wanted to say after that was tell me about your airport is, incident. I guess uh. kind of gotten you right around
0: um do you want me to re-answer the last question because I kind of cut it off in the middle
1: yeah actually that would be
0: great <laughs> okay yeah no problem Sorry. <laughs> so I'll just pick up at the beginning um uh yeah so the Levin thing was great and it did sort of like re-energize things but you know things kind of uh, we found that it, things come and go in waves um for instance, the Kavanaugh hearing was another big second win for us. mean, um, it, it was like a, it brought on a whole nother wave of testimonials and, and people walking away and saying that for them, the Kavanaugh hearings and what was happening there was their final straw. Um. The the live-in interview really reintroduced us or introduced us to a lot of people for the first time, which was uh, great. So it really just kind of depends. I mean, sometimes like something like Jussie Smollett or all these different things, people are like, okay, I get it now. You know, so much is happening because the press is freaking out so badly about Donald Trump being the president that they're exposing themselves time and time and time again. And people are starting to see it. And so... Um, yeah, it, it, it depends on what the kind of the final breaking point is for people, but yeah, definitely little drips. I think with each, whether it be a great interview like Mark Levin or whether it be something new and terrible that, that, the, that the left does constantly sort of, you know, pushes people
1: to come brings it back to life.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, well, yeah, that's a great thank you for that. I appreciate that. Tell me about the airport incident. Cause I'm, little curious I was trying to look for the did you actually record it you get because I was looking for that
0: as much as I could um, I had just gotten through security at the airport and I was waiting for my bag to come through and a girl I was wearing my make America great again hat and a girl walked up to me and she was kind of staring at me and I could tell I could tell there was probably something about to happen um, she she was kind of uh you know, it had kind of a condescending smirk on her face, and I just sort of looked over at her, and she said, she said, oh, I, th- I thought that was real. And I said, you thought what was real? And she said, oh, your hat. I thought that that was a real hat. And I said, it is a real hat. And she was like, oh. <laughs> She said, well, I just assumed that um, anybody in their right mind would be too embarrassed to wear that in public. So she was like, so I just thought that that was a costume. And I said, well, why would I be embarrassed? And she was like, oh, I don't know. Um, Maybe because, like, Trump is a big racist and, you know, that, you know, people who love him are racist and blah, blah, blah. And I just said, well, okay, so what is, like, what is it that he's done that's racist? You know, and she goes, everything, everything that he does. And I was like, well, name something. Like, what has he said? What has he done? She goes, everything, everything he says, everything he does. And, um. And I said, no, how is he a racist? He just is, he just is, he just is. So at that point I got out my camera and I started recording. And you can see she sort of has this smug smile on her face at the beginning. But then when she understands that I'm recording, you know, she um, she instantly becomes uh, very angry and defensive. And, uh, and then she, gre- she reached over and she grabbed my hand and she grabbed my phone out of my hand and then she ended the recording. And then I started recording again, and she grabbed my hand and, and uh, you know with her fingernails, and, uh, and then she reached over and ended the recording again. And then I recorded a third time, and that's when she went over to a TSA agent, and she was like, will you help me, please? This guy won't leave me alone. He's recording me, and I don't know why he's bothering me. I don't know what's going on. And I was like, look, I was here minding my own business, and she came over and started harassing me because I'm wearing a Trump hat. And then I kind of leaned into her and I said, um, "Look, I have uh, a very active following on Twitter, um, over a hundred th- and fifty thousand followers, and you're about to become very famous." And right at that moment, this guy walked up to me and he was like, "Are you Brandon?" I was like, "Oh, it's great to meet you." <laughs> I love it. No, it was great. So all that's all recorded. Um, that's all on film. And uh, and then I just tweeted it out, and it got a million views uh, in less than 48 hours.
1: How did you find out that her name and that she had a mother that was sick oh. with a GoFundMe account? How did you get into all that?
0: Well, that was all my team. Um, I, I texted the video to my volunteer team, and some of them are like social media whizzes, and, you know, yeah. and they're investigative journalists and stuff. So uh, they were able to, like within five minutes, they totally had her ID'd. But then they dug a little further and they saw that um, she has a mother who recently had was battling cancer. And then she had a GoFundMe open for her mother. So I got on Twitter and I just said, listen, um, rather than like, you know, say who this girl is and whatever, I was like, here's a link to her mother's GoFundMe. I just donated $50. I would rather use this as an opportunity to transform uh, hate into love and so I said, wouldn't it be something if every Trump supporter who reads this donated to her, th- her mother's GoFundMe and signed your donation from a Trump supporter? And within less than 10 minutes, uh, over 1000 something like a $1,000 was donated. And then she closed the GoFundMe. No way. Yeah, she closed and I-, it.
1: I liked your response. It said, let's show what Make America Great is, combating hate with love. Yeah. I thought that was really classy of you.
0: Thank you very much. Well, 100%. It, I mean, unfortunately, i live in
1: California, so it's a little bit intimidating, I'll be honest. And I've, I voted for Trump. So I, I like to hear what you said in the beginning about you actually voted for Hillary and then it, it took all of that time to get to understand why. Yeah. It's very interesting to me. I really appreciate that. Where in um, California are you? I'm like in the Hollywood Hills. I'm in a little bungalow. Marilyn Monroe used to live in the Dell neighborhood behind me.
0: Oh wow! Um, I'm gonna be there in uh, just a couple weeks.
1: I would love to meet with you.
0: Well, I'm doing several speaking engagements in Los Angeles, and we're also doing um, a, an LGBT town hall in Los Angeles, and we're doing um, uh, a, a, like a Black American LGBT town, or excuse me, a Black American walkaway town hall too. So um, there's those are so free.
1: events. and meet in person for sure.
0: Yeah, please come to one of these events. Be 100%. great. Hundred to- percent. Yeah. All.
1: Uh, at these town halls or anything, do you, because you you obviously clearly, you know, you promote Make America Great Again. Do you, have you had any run in Tifa? And similar to like just recently Candace Owens, I kind of like her. I have a thing for her. She's like a girl crush for me. Um, she uh, was at UPenn and they're like, she's calling them the new KKK. I mean, they're actually, it's insanity. And that's, I mean, I have a German Shepherd. I have her kind of in control right now. So I can get this through <laughs> this interview, but, um, I actually am intimidated unless I have her around me. I would, I only have worn it twice and I have it right here. Cause I, I figured, you know, but, um, yeah,
0: <laughs> looks great. Looks <laughs> great.
1: Major props. And have you ever come across Antifa in any of these town halls or anything?
0: Yeah. Antifa, uh, tagged the door of our LGBT town hall in New York city. Um, and then protesters showed up that night, but they didn't actually disrupt the event. Um, uh, what was I going to say? You asked about. Oh, that I don't actually we don't actually um, push like a Make America Great Again agenda with walk away either. I mean, that's how I feel personally. I'm a Trump supporter. Okay. Um And um, I'm all for, you know, the MAGA movement, I think it's great. But walk away is really for people leaving the Democratic Party. And we don't tell people they have to become Republicans or they have to become Trump supporters, because just as I had to go through my own journey, we encourage everyone to go through their own journey. And that journey will lead them where it leads them. And, you know, some people have walked away from the Democratic Party, but they're like, I just can't get on board with the president or I just can't get on board with the Republican Party. And that's fine. So, I mean, at these town halls, we never push, uh, as walkaway, a pro-Trump agenda. I might say, you know, I myself support the president, but you do not have to support the president. Like, walkaway isn't about pro-Trump or, or pro-Republican.
1: Got it. It's just kind of like getting off of the Democrat plantation. I
0: it's think? like leaving an abusive relationship. I mean, yeah. it's like, <laughs> leave, leave your psycho ex-boyfriend. Get the hell out.
1: Do you, What are your thoughts on this Notre Dame, Paris? Uh, do you feel like it's arson, terrorism, an accident? You don't know? Uh, you have no...
0: No, I mean, that's... Uh, I, what, literally, I don't know. But I mean, that's what my instinct says.
1: What, what is your intuit, yeah, what is your instinct? What does your intuition say? You can speculate here a little bit. Just what do you yeah. think?
0: No, I mean, I think that anybody who's telling the truth would say that... Their first instinct was that this there's probably terrorism attached to this, or at least it's not unreasonable to assume that that might be uh, an explanation for what has happened. And I mean, you know, perhaps it's just because these well, two things uh, there is so much terrorism in the world, especially in Europe, and so I don't think it's unreasonable to come to that conclusion. But number two, the media does such a good job of burying uh terrorism or the conversation surrounding terrorism that it forces us to speculate even more because you know i mean if if there were you know a group of people that walked into notre dame right before it burned down screaming alu akbar and or whatever the hell it is and the the media just wouldn't even tell us that
1: exactly (laughs) like that's what i'm saying like are they if they even if they find out the true what happened i know the main architect of it said or one of the main, a main architect came out today. I don't know exactly who or his name, but uh, there's a reference to saying it's absolutely not an accident. Um, and really? and yeah, and then at that, and then there's uh, I did an article on New Right Media or New Right Network. I'm sorry. And what we um, there's a link that I have there that actually uh, shows that someone I guess on in in Paris was watching and was taping as it was being filmed, and um, there's someone that didn't have a fire gear on and there was no construction workers at the time. And he's like sulking, lurking. That was something that was interesting. And it was just, just watching and all of the, you know, I've, I've been to Paris multiple times. I family there. So it's just, I've seen the climate change from 15 years ago till today and it's completely different. So, um, you know, I, it it only makes anyone with a a hearty intuition kind of, you know, you can feel something like that.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, it's, it's a, it's a natural, um, it's natural to have that suspicion.
1: I think so too. Yeah. Um, and we'll obviously learn more. Um, but any future goals with the campaign that you have, like maybe five year plan? Like, do you think like that? Is there anything that,
0: (laughs) I don't think I've ever been asked that before. Oh. wow my five-year plan what a great question no <laughs> people hey. ask me all the time like what do you got going on this year or whatever like holy shit now i got a plan oh can i swear on this show Go ahead. <laughs> sorry
1: <laughs> it's okay um,
0: five years good lord well
1: like do you have any aspirations to maybe running for uh like an office a congress anything like that
0: um, there's been speculation that I might run against AOC in 2020 oh and God,
1: I, I would, love, I would love that. I would love
0: no, that. no, I, I listen, I, it is something that I, you know, I, I, I take seriously the idea that that could happen, but it's not, you know, my, I never wanted to, to be a politician, you know, I mean, that was never. My goal, in fact, I, I certainly never thought I was going to be a conservative. I never thought that I was going to be starting a campaign for people to leave the Democratic Party. Okay. You know, all of this is sort of,
1: um, you know, life. not
0: not Freaking what I saw on my crystal ball. Right. <laughs> so. All right. No, I love this question. Let's let's unpack this together because I, I think okay. this is I love this uh, five years. I think um, I think that we'll get Trump reelected in twenty twenty uh and then that leaves us with another 3 years uh you know to play with right We're, how much time do we have a year and a half uh so it's three and a half.
1: 24 right Hmm. 2024 is like the next okay so after he's reelected okay you're talking about the next 4 years after that Got
0: walk it. away yeah what walkaway is going to do in the next yeah. 5 years Course. So after so all of our focus between now and 2020 is going to be on getting as many people to walk away from the Democratic Party as possible through our town halls, uh, through our educational video series, through the speaking engagements we're going to be doing in college campuses, speaking engagements we're going to be doing in uh, just different groups across the country. Um, and look, we're we're and we we've, we've made a documentary. We're going to continue to make more documentaries. So we're trying to utilize kind of creative means to communicate with people. And then after the 2020 election, um, geez, I guess at that point, we sort of have to really start looking to what happens in a world post Trump. Um, because I do believe that he'll be our president until the year uh, 2024. Um, but we have to start thinking then who's going to replace this man? And that's a really good question. So perhaps a walk away at that point will start taking an active role in sort of the, the reshaping and reformation of the conservative movement in the Republican Party. Because Donald Trump is not a typical Republican. No. And by any stretch of the imagination. And I don't think that we can go from Trump to like another Mitt Romney, you know, no, or, or another George kind
1: of like a, like a middle of the way. You know, he was really a Democrat until he had to run against Hillary. And then he was forced to run Republican because there's really only two... I mean, we love independent, but really, you know, when it comes down to it, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, precisely. Um, so I guess maybe that's what it'll be is about sort of like, well, and, and okay. Also, you know, I made the comment a second ago about, you know, the the culture. Um, that's something that I always want. Like, that's what I care about more than I care about the political movement, to be honest with you. um, sure. it's, not, it's not my desire to run for office, but I would love to have a role in shaping, reshaping our culture. Film. You
1: already are, by the way, just so you're clear. Thank you. You I mean, that's (laughs) why you're here, we're chatting. I mean, you're already doing those things. And I I do applaud you for, you know, having the guts to do what you've done. I just want to thank you
0: you so much. Thank you. What do you do besides like uh, political chat and having political, you know, being involved in political commentary? Do, do you do you have a side hustle in in Los Angeles?
1: Well, well, it's funny. I I for I was doing I was I was associate publisher with uh Beverly Hills fashion magazine for a while. I mm-hmm. um you know we, with every celebrity that would host or that would be on the cover, they would host their event, so I would produce those events, selling advertising. La la la. Before that I was doing all the celebrity gifting lounges. so I worked a lot with celebrities, through all of the different award shows. Um, but then the past two years, I met someone during through all of this like hu- you know, hustle and bustle and through the you know just making life ends meet. I, he uh, saw my spark in my drive and he needed help. He was 83 years old and he had several patents, um, nanotechnology, And I did everything from you know take him to Costco and daily everything and and at the same time worked with the U.S. Patent Trade Office to get his last patent. Um, It was published January 10th of this year. He passed away August last year, 14. And Mm. I mean, on his deathbed. he ended up willing everything to me, so I've been working with a team on the side. So I'm doing nanotechnology. I'm like from fashion to nanotechnology. It's like because mu- you and when I ask you that five year plan, it's kind of a dumb question if you ask, if you think about it because like you don't know what life throws at you. Like just two weeks ago, I was contacted, you know, just, just to start working on this project. So you never know, right? <laughs>
0: it's true. It's true, but it's always interesting to find out just where people's heads are and like where you. Where today, where do you envision yourself in five years? My God, if you'd asked me five years ago where I envisioned myself today, I mean, you would have been asking a, a liberal Democrat, uh, Obama supporter. You would given me
1: another answer. Uh, yeah.
0: I would, the, the, the Brandon Strzok from five years ago would have a nervous breakdown if he met the Brandon Strock of today, a total nervous breakdown. He would probably love that the Brandon Strock of today is on television. <laughs> But other than that, he'd be like, "What have you done?" Yeah, I mean, it
1: would be a <laughs> shock. But that's oh. a good thing because it's showing that you're growing and it's showing that you're evolving as a human. And like, yeah, it's, it's just I think that's a cool thing. And I I, I just want to say that's really where I wanted to stop the uh, interview and wrap it up. But you're such a you know incredible human, and thank you for taking the time.
0: Thank and, you. Uh, You've been listening to New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering, energizing. Online at newrightnetwork.com.